Welcome to the Call to Serve podcast. An inside look at missionary service and its lifelong impact. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Call to Serve podcast. I'm Nathan, your host. Got a wonderful episode in the works for y'all today. But first, it's almost time to pre-order the book. September 18th is when it uh, it's available. And actually, it'll be, if you're wanting to save some cash or not pay much for it, it'll be 99 cents if you get it on the pre-order. Um, and that is for the Kindle edition. But after October 2nd, when it goes live, uh, the price is going to jump up a little bit. So definitely take advantage of that if that's something you're looking to do, save a little money. Um, but check that out. It's all about finding your why before and after the mission. So yeah, check it out. Follow us on Instagram. But uh, today I'm here with Scarlett Jepson. She has a, um, well, I reached out to her through Instagram because I, I, I found her account. It's at time.for.him. And it's just a great account. Like there's, she just posts a lot of positive, uplifting material, just scriptures, things like that. Just powerful, you know, little spiritual messages and just wanted to have her on the show and share a little bit about her why for getting that started and just a little bit about uh, just talking with her about making time for him. But uh, Scarlett, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So great. Awesome. Well, yeah. So just, um, yeah, so you have that page. Why, what, um, you know, I guess what's your why for starting the time for him page? I think for me, there's been a few reasons. Um, one being I've had a hard time finding those uplifting accounts. And I realized once I started this, there's actually way more than I thought. And I just think the world needs more happiness and positivity, but also recognition that maybe we struggle to make time for the savior. And, you know, there's different ways to do that. And I wanted to brainstorm with other people on how they make time for the savior and what they do. And it's kind of, it was just kind of a silly thing to start, but it's, it's kind of taken off and it's been really fun. That's excellent. Yeah. And I think it's funny that you mentioned just that once you started it, you realized there were a lot more. I just think that's a, just yeah, an interesting principle because really, you know, when we're, I guess when we put ourselves in a certain environment, somehow like we, it just, it attracts more. Yes. You know, and I think, you know, maybe you wouldn't have found those. And I don't, I don't know if you agree, but I, I think you may not have found those if you didn't, you know, take a step, you know? Yeah. I think that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's been exciting and it's been really like humbling to see other perspectives and to, you know, learn from other people on how, we all make time for the savior because it looks different for all of us, which I think that is really unique and special. Right. And do you get people that like reach out to you and ask you like certain questions about making time for him or what's your experience with that? Yeah, a lot, a lot of people that come to me are people, you know, students or people that work full time or moms that have young kids. And it literally feels like you have no time for anything else. This world is so busy and chaotic and as much as we would like to make time for those important things it's it's kind of hard mm -hmm. and so my goal has been to try to find those different ways to make time for the savior that you wouldn't normally think of versus like other than just sitting down and studying 
Like there's ways to make time for him in little snippets of your day. Right. And that it shouldn't, it shouldn't be something that we can't do, that there's always time. And that's kind of my, my goal is to show that there is always time, even if it's just a few minutes here and a few minutes there. Right. And even if, yeah, even if it's just, you know, a, a prayer that's just kind of uttered, you know, just a, a thought really, you know, sometimes yeah. that's, you know, if you're at work or whatnot, like sometimes that's all you can do, right? You can't just sit down and read the scriptures maybe, but you know, maybe you can listen to them while you're doing other things, depending on the work situation, right? Yes, absolutely. And that's, that's something that I, I kind of wanted to like figure out what I do, Mm -hmm. you know, jumped into this and it's been really interesting that the more I do it, kind of like you were saying, it like makes me want to do even more. And pretty soon it like fills my whole day without even knowing it. So it's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just you explaining that, that concept there just reminds me of doing family history work. Like I feel like sometimes it's hard to get myself to do it, but once I'm doing it, it's just like, you just want to keep doing it. Yeah. I feel good. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of like when we try to like eat healthy all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. like jumping totally into hundred percent healthy foods or a hundred percent of a certain diet, like that's really hard. It's really hard to do, but if you slowly like introduce healthy things like the more healthy you eat the more you want to be healthy you know it kind of like is a ripple effect Mm -hmm. and you know sometimes jumping into the gospel 110 percent all of the time like it can be hard and that's not totally realistic for some people and then they give up you know having like that all or nothing approach right and so I'm trying to focus on giving that time like here and there and then the more you do that the more it just becomes part of who you are and part of your life kind of without you even realizing it yeah yeah that's a good a good good point and it reminds me I just finished this book it's called willpower doesn't work and it's by this guy he's actually a member of the church but he talks a lot about he's a psychologist and he talks a lot about how willpower just I mean the name of it willpower doesn't work you know if you're trying to break an addiction break a habit most of the time or nine times out of 10 willpower is it's going to run out. Yeah. Like you're, you're not going to do it. But if you change your, your, your environment or you can find things you can change within your environment. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean you need to move to a different state, move to a different city. It's just like, okay, what can I do to change, you know, whether that's the environment on my phone, like maybe I need to delete some apps, you know, maybe I need to, you know, put a picture in my car, you know, maybe I need to do different things, just change the environment so that you'll, have that reminder, have that trigger, maybe, you know, if you can. Absolutely. And I think, you know, I served a mission several years ago and as a missionary, making time for the savior isn't hard. That Mm -hmm. is totally what you're doing. It's super easy to do. And, you know, the mission is all about serving other people and serving God. And yes, the missionary does walk away with life lessons and these amazing things, but then reality hits and you're back in the real world and it's kind of like, okay, did your mission help you learn to make time for the savior? Right. And you don't have the hours in the day like you did as a missionary to spend on that. And it can cause a little more scheduling, I guess you could say. Yeah. But you, gotta be, you gotta be deliberate. It's gotta be an active, like you gotta make it happen. <laughs> Right, right. And even if it's just for a few minutes, you know, every three hours, you know, at least it's something and you can walk away 
from your day feeling a little more accomplished and like you did create time for something spiritual and something good and something uplifting. Yeah. Yeah. And to your point, like you were talking about earlier, you know, it's just those little things, right? Those little things that, that add up to big things over time, you know, they just compound. I think that's, sometimes that's all you can do. You know, all you can do is what you can do. It's, I I reference this a lot, but it's like that conference talk where he talks about becoming, you know, 1% better, you know, and that's very small you know, in some, in yeah. some ways, in some like line upon line, right? Like Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's just little by little. Um, but, but yeah, I know I, I, we were talking about a, um, a post you made in your story, just about you were asking people for their thoughts on making time for him. Um, what, what was some of the feedback you got from that? Just curious. Some people, it's, it's interesting. Um, one girl, she said that she, tries to go do a temple session every week, but it's not an actual endowment session every time. She um, will sometimes, if she can't make it to a full session, she will just drive to the temple and sit in the parking lot. And like, that is like her time with the temple or her temple session. That's kind Um, of cool. Yeah, I thought that was neat because we don't always have two and a half hours or whatever to spend time in the temple, but you know, I can have 10 minutes to drive there and you know, sit in my car and like ponder and think or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I thought that one was unique. That is cool. Um, I like that. I'm going to have to use that. I know. I know. Um, She had like a, what was it? Like a park and ponder is what she called it. Nice. Wow. It's pretty good. It's like the new ponderize. Yes, exactly. Um, A lot of people, and this is something I've done too, is like just changing your music. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, it's not, it's not bad to listen to worldly regular music like that's great and that's fine but I try like at least once during my day to listen to uplifting music and that doesn't have to mean hymns or even EFY music but I've Uh found like a newfound love for like just good Christian music yeah that kind of makes me think of the savior in a different way in the sense of it's not like this picture perfect hymn it's like this song that has so much feeling to it and it's different words that I wouldn't have thought. And, you know, I'm just not used to that kind of music. And so it's been really like refreshing to find amazing Christian bands out there. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of funny story with that. Cause I like, yeah, I like the same thing. I like listening to Christian music every now and then and and I'll mix it in with like my workout music. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, certain songs just hit you. and, And so it's just kind of funny. I'm over here like pumping iron and it's just like, and then I'm sometimes I'll I'll almost get emotional when I'm listening to the music just because I'm like, I don't know, there's some weird connection with like yes. feeling the it's spirit. Yeah. yeah. Feeling the spirit and like working out like physically. I don't know. It's just weird. It's, <laughs> it's really it's it's really cool sometimes. No, I think that's great because it it does. It like touches you almost in a way that you haven't felt before sometimes mm-hmm. with music. Um, so that was something. And then a few people said they pray like out loud in their car if they're like on their commute to work or on their way home or whatever. And I've tried that and it is difficult to say like an out loud prayer for like 15 minutes. Yeah. Like it's that's not easy, but it also does make your prayer more like conversation like versus, you know, I've done the whole like leave a message after the beep. Like, <laughs> here you go. I'm going to tell you my spiel and let me know what you think. See you. Bye. 
yeah. you know, versus just sitting and feeling and waiting for an answer or a feeling or something. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, that's cool. That's I've, I've definitely done that sometimes. And yeah, it is a little bit, a uh, bit of a change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one person said that they keep like the little small copies of the scripture, like the little tiny ones that are mm-hmm. like $3. They keep those in their car. So if they're, you know, parked somewhere waiting in a drive through they pull that out instead of like scrolling their phone, which I think is cool. That is cool. Um, yeah. It was just interesting. Like the different ways that people do make time for the savior. And it's really neat to see that it is happening out there and there's other ways to do it. Yeah. And I think the cool thing about that and just about, you know, social media and really anything in general is just when you, you know, other people are doing it or trying to do it, it just, it motivates you to want to do better yourself. Right. You know, just hearing these different ideas and just makes me want to be like, I don't know. I just consider, okay, well, how do I make time for him? Like, what are things I can do? Cause I know I can be better in so many ways, but it's like, it's just kind of cool. Yeah. And again, it's like the healthy food thing, right? Like Mm -hmm. the more you do it, the more you want to. And, but then also making sure you don't feel guilty for not spending your entire day thinking like we're not missionaries at Mm -hmm. this time, you know, right now. And like, I don't think he expects us to be like that, like have our time devoted like that because we're pulled in so many different directions. But I've learned like he just wants to spend time with you. He just wants to have those moments of like connection and connecting. And he's right there whenever we're ready. And I found that the more I did make time for him in my everyday, like the more I was receiving revelation, like super clearly, or the more I had like less of a desire to maybe gossip or think poorly of someone. I don't, it kind of like changed my whole being. And it's been a really neat experience to just test it out. I think that was my whole thing was like, okay, I'm going to give you this time. I'm not a missionary anymore. So show me what you can do with it. Now that I'm not a missionary and I don't have to teach other people, like, what is this going to do for me? And it's been really incredible actually like another reminder again that he is so aware and he wants he wants us to be close to him i love that i love that he is he is so aware i i agree with that i know that's true yeah and i think that's one thing that it's easy to i guess that's one reason why i feel like a lot of people struggle after the mission is you know, they have, they have that time when everything is dedicated, you know, to, to Christ and to Heavenly Father and to, to serving others really, which is serving them. But, and then you get back and it's in a lot of ways, it's just, it just feels like it's just so selfish because, you know, you're going to school for you, you're going to work for you, get money for you. But a lot of ways you have to think about it like, okay, well, if I don't do these things, that I'm not in in a way not keeping the commandments. Yeah. <laughs> that is a commandment. Yeah. So like your purpose is the same, but it's it's very much different than yeah. it was on the mission. Like you're still, we're still trying to invite people to come into Christ. But in order to do that, we need to make time for him. And we need to make sure we're doing the things like, you know, continuing our education, you Absolutely. know, in school. Like, yeah. He wants us to progress. Like mm-hmm. 
no, I think that's something that's also been really strongly shown to me is that he wants us to move forward. He wants us to progress and do so in faith. And something I have really thought a lot about is how he says, like, I will give you rest. I will, um, like make you feel light and whatever, but he doesn't say that without saying, come unto me, learn of me, take my yoke upon you. And those are action words. Mm-hmm. Then he can give us that rest and that peace that we're looking for. And I think sometimes we just expect him to just constantly pour things out onto us, but we do have to take that action and we do have to make that time and kind of like schedule time with him. Like we would anyone else, right? Like you make plans with friends or family and usually it's not like perfectly scheduled, but there's both of you have an understanding of, Hey, this is when we're going to get together and chat, you know, or meet up and yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think in some ways it's kind of cool that we can schedule appointments now for the temple. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I, I, whenever I have to reschedule or whatever, for any reason, I'm like, do I really need to reschedule? Like, yes. Um, like really an, stop and think. Yeah. It's like an appointment with God. And so I was like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what, what message is that sending, you know? <laughs> I know that's so funny. That's so true. And that's like a whole new concept of this scheduling these appointments, but that is what president Nelson has asked. And it's funny after starting this account, I was like looking back through conference talks about making time for the savior and president Nelson talked about it in October, 2021. Like he had a whole talk about making time for the Lord. And he said that there's a lot of things that we can't control, but the things we can control are our priorities, our use of our time and energy, and we can control where we turn to for guidance. Mm. And I loved that because sometimes it just needs a little readjusting on where your priorities are, or, you know, when you're struggling with something, do you go to your mom or your best friend or your cousin or all these people and then go to God? Cause that's kind of how I've done it. You know, he was kind of like, all those people couldn't help. Then I, then I'd talk to him, but like the last resort. Yeah. And just kind of changing that and making him that priority for you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's so true. You know, it's like, okay, what, where's your, what's your source, right? I like, I like that question a lot. It's like, okay, what's your source? You know, if people tell me information, like, okay, like what's, what's their motive behind, you know, telling me this information, (laughs) you know, and that's actually one thing that I talk about in finding your why the, the book that's coming out is just like, if you want true knowledge, you know, or like unbiased knowledge, don't, don't go to people that have agendas or that, you know, are antagonistic to the church. Like you should go to, to God, you know, he created everything. Like he created the people that have issues or that are giving you these solutions for whatever you're, you're going through. And so, yeah, just interesting. Like, you know, you wouldn't go to Google if you're going to find out if the book of Mormon is true, like you probably should read it and pray about it. Right. And I, that's something I found myself like, getting overwhelmed with was all of the negative accounts out there that do talk poorly or people who have left the church and they're very vocal about it mm-hmm. and people have the right to say what they want and right. realized like I also have the right to unfollow if I don't want to and you know just create a more positive 
scrolling experience, I guess you could say on social media. And that's something that someone actually did bring up when I asked, like, how do they spend time is they, they try to follow those good accounts. So as they're scrolling, you know, we mindlessly do it every day that they do stumble upon those happy, good things. Yeah. That's powerful. Just kind of changing in a sense, changing that environment. Yes, exactly. You know, changing what you can, you know, there's some things you just, it's just going to happen. Like, you know, you can't control right. anything, but right. you can do, we can just do what we can do. So, and he's like proud of that. Like he just loves effort. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Scarlett, thank you so much for yeah. being willing to, to jump on the podcast and share your experience and your wisdom and the things that you've learned with, you know, your, your page, just about making time for him. And, um, you know, I've definitely learned some things. And like I said, I might have to do the, the park and ponder. It's pretty cool. I know. Isn't that cute? <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, well, thank you for having me. It's been, it's been really good for me to like, kind of go through all this again and figure out why I did this. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, we'll keep, uh, keep up the good work and keep, uh, keep sharing goodness. Awesome. Thank you. If you or someone you know is preparing for or currently serving a mission, check out the Called to Serve Mission Journals using the description below. They are specific to each mission and are based on the state or national flag. They've got a nice clean look. And Elder Richard G. Scott once said, quote, Write down in a secure place the important things you learn from the Spirit. You will find that as you write down precious impressions, often more will come. Also, the knowledge you gain will be available throughout your life, close quote. The official Call to Serve mission journals are now live and available for purchase. We now have all the Australia, Mexico, and most of the United States missions live, available now. If you have trouble finding the mission you're looking for, please send us an email at calledtoservepodcast at gmail.com. Tap the link in the description below to pick up your journal today.